hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. I just spent my entire weekend um, binge watching Bridgerton season two. <laughs> I have no life, clearly. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, I have tried to watch Bridgerton more times than I can count. Interesting. I don't know why. It's not for me. I've tried. I've literally watched the first 20 minutes of it probably four times. And I don't love it and I don't get it. And I, I, I just I just don't know why people are obsessed with it. So, so tell me more you, about why you love it because I don't get it. Wait, are you not like into period, period pieces? What do you think? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> um, like are we talking Claire Danes, Leo, Romeo and Juliet? Because obsessed. Are we talking... I mean, but like Bridgerton, no. (laughs) Romeo and Juliet, though, is like Shakespearean, and I feel like Shakespeare is very, very different um, than other like classical timepieces. So when I think of timepieces, like for example, Atonement or Pride and Prejudice, or um, you know, something to do with like more eighteenth, nineteenth century England, France, like those kind of timepieces. Okay, the answer then is a hard no. I'm not that Got sophisticated. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even have to do with sophistication. I think that it's um, it's an entertaining show. I think the first season was really like, and spoilers for those who haven't watched season two, you may want to like yeah. speed up by like a minute. Um, Although I kind of feel like if you haven't watched it by now, you're not watching it. So you're with me. We're good Fair spoilers. Point. Very fair The group point. is good. We're good. <laughs> um, season one is like, very like overly sexual like there were some sex scenes that even made me blush where I was like uh excuse me what's happening here um but wait 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 wait. hold on (laughs) compare it to last week's episode because (laughs) okay (laughs) last week's episode completely different situation got it all right Um, but like I feel like it's pretty like you know how like back in the days, if something was on HBO or Showtime, you'd be like, oh, it's on like Showtime, it's on HBO. So you knew that it was a different type of explicit content. Like this one pushes it for okay. me because I feel like with Netflix, and I don't know if it's just because I need to like reorient my brain, but um, I feel like Netflix is kind of reaching that HBO Showtime status with how explicit season one of Bridgerton was. I don't, I don't know because I didn't watch it, um, yeah. but they did also have Sex Life and they had that other That's like fair. Fifty Shades of Grey wannabe 365. Oh, 365. Like, I'm so looking forward to the second movie, by the way. <laughs> oh, are they doing a second? Oh, because it's based off of like a Polish book. And so apparently it's like a three-part series. Oh. Yeah. I, I did not even know that. Um, you I don't know if I'm going to watch it. All I know is... My sister, we were at her house. It was me, Mark, my sister, and her husband. And like the four of us never are like, let's go watch a movie. And we're like, let's watch a movie for some strange reason. Yeah. My sister's like, oh, I really want to watch this. I heard it's amazing. Everyone's talking about it. 
And I mean, we all learned last week, Alina's very vanilla. Um, and that, that, it was porn. And I was like, wait, this is so, yeah, yeah so I don't know. But no, it's a, yeah, yeah I, I, okay, fine. I, I feel like, it, it, I feel like, wasn't it like Cinemax was the one that was, also, that was another one that was like very, very. Or stars. Stars, okay. I feel like, was like the ultimate. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I just remember anything that was like, like extra on cable. Yeah, that was, was like a premium. The X rated shit was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, sex sells. Sex, sex sells. I'm telling you, sex sells. Um, but yeah, I feel like season two was like there was lots of sexual tension. Let's say. Um, okay. But we didn't really see anything until like the last two episodes, and it's like an eight episode arc. And also, I wonder if they got feedback. I found out. Oh, fuck that. No, people apparently. So, originally, Bridgerton is um, the show was based off of um, a book series. Um, and, you know, like the sort of the raunchy, romantic type books. Um, oh, um, basically, like, like porn for females. Oh, like erotica. Erotica? Not erotica, though. It's like it. I feel like it doesn't really hit erotica, but it's like those, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't know if you were like this, but when you were a kid and you saw like your mom's bookshelf and it, she had like those like book covers with like the Fabio type character and the woman <laughs> being the damsel distressed in their arms kind of thing. I don't know if my mom read books like that. Um, I'll have to ask her. My mom loves to listen to the podcast as we learned this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> your poor family. <laughs> Um, really quickly, sorry, not not to not to go on a tangent about this. I want to hear more about Bridgerton. However, I feel like we need to just address this. We need to address a couple of things, but one of the things that we need to address is that I get a text message from my mom this morning after I explicitly asked her, like, I was like, Mom, please, please don't listen to the not safe for work episodes the next two weeks. Um, oh, Lord. Like, I was just like, I, I'm begging you. I don't need you to know some things that happen in the world. I don't need you to know that I, I say things. Um, and so then I get a text message this morning saying, so I'm at, our, you know, uncle, my uncle's house for St. Patrick's Day celebrating with the family and everyone heard your podcast episode, including the kids. And I was like, <laughs> come again. I explicitly told you not to do that, but cool. Great. So here I am picturing my grandma, my grandma, who is a God-fearing woman, listening to Angelica Swiss recount putting a Pellegrino bottle up her asshole. Um, And I literally almost had a fucking heart attack. So anyway, me and my mom have a call scheduled about that later tonight. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, no, I don't know if my mom had smut on her bookshelf, but if she did, then you know what? Maybe that's why she wasn't as concerned. Although she did tell me, I listened to the first couple of seconds of the episode and then I, um, she goes just enough to hear about her putting a bottle up her ass and then I turned mm. it off. So it jury's out of love that. My mom listened or reads that kind of stuff. Um, so my mom didn't, but like she had a couple of, like, so my mom's part of like a book club. 
Um, and she would get like, you know, certain books sent her. My mom was really big into Agatha Christie. Like she loved mystery books. Okay. Um, and I guess they would like send her freebies and some of the freebies were these like romantic based books. And so she had like two or three of them on her, like in the, we had like these massive bookshelves where my dad had like all of his stuff and, you know, some of my mom's stuff was on there too. And I just remember being a kid like, Ooh, what's this? Like, this is like, but lovey duffy. And I like opened it up oh and I'm God. like flipping through and you get to like the sex and you're like, <gasps> what he did what to her what um but anyway so (laughs) I guess it's like based off of um sort of like the Bridgerton family and there's every season is to be based off of one of the books and a lot of people on book talk because we all know I'm on the tiktok um (laughs) oh is that is there a thing called book talk Oh yeah. So it's like, it's basically like communities that are created within TikTok. So book talk is one of the communities where people will share book recommendations. Um, and so as we all know, I love reading. And so of course I'm on book talk. Um, and people are actually really upset with what they did in the second season because it has really, the, the writers took liberties and didn't stay true to the book. Um, which Uh. is fair because it's kind of like the same, like, storyline almost with slight variations, um, kind of like feeding to what, you know, women who read those books like, right? Like the certain romance tropes. Um, but what they did was they completely Damn changed the actual stress. Exactly. But they completely changed it. Um, and so it's very, very different from the way that the book was. And apparently this is like, this season is based off of the favorite book out of the entire entirety of the series. Like a lot of people say that this is the best one, the best book. And they fucked um, it up. And they fucked it up. And so a lot of people are upset about it. Um, I will say, I think like it's really cool that they bring in like um, brown girl representation. But also I feel like I wanted more sex. Is that weird? I don't care. I'll say it. I wanted more (laughs) sex. I'm like, I don't think it's weird. Um, Again, (laughs) without having watched it, I don't know like how much of a departure it was from the original uh, season. But I imagine mm-hmm. that, like, if you come to expect a specific trend, if you will, or, or you know, like, a lot of sex or maybe a lot of action, I don't know, whatever it might be, right? Like, and then for the the next season to not be what you expect it to be, that's that's always disappointing. Yeah. Like, we can't all be Dawson's Creek, that. you know, in the entire series um, where there was never a disappointment. But, um, no, so has, like, Kashanda, right? It's a Shondaland. Yes, Shondaland production. Has she come out and said anything about it? Has she? No, no, not that I've seen. Um, I think some people are like, some parts of it are good, but also people are like, well, how is this now going to evolve? Like, what are you guys going to be doing with the rest of this series, essentially? Um, Because once again, every book is based on one of the Bridgerton siblings. Um, And so I think Uh, that there are seven books. So it's like the American, not the American girl. Yeah, right. The American Girl. Like there was like Joe. I love Joe. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why that was the girl I liked. Joe, Josephine. She's a tomboy. Um, Is it like that kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it'll. It's just like each one of the books is going to be based off of them. But I mean, I wouldn't consider the story similar because it's it's like romance. Right. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, like that—that that like concept where it's like exactly. they all obviously like exist in this world, Universe. if you will. Yeah. But like you just like 100%. dive into 
it from their experience. So it can almost yeah. theoretically be like the same fucking story over and over and over and over again, but you're hearing it from a different person's view. Exactly. And but. so the thing is, is like apparently some of the characters aren't like the same like they are in the books. So everyone is like, okay, so basically you guys are just going to take liberty to say that it's part of the Bridgerton book Got series. It. But in actuality, you're just taking bits and pieces Got and then spinning it into what you want. And so some of the more purists who love the book um, are, you know, clearly upset. Yes. Um, and then there are those who are just like, oh, the series is its own thing and it's good and the book is its own thing. And a lot of people are saying that the book is a lot better than the than the show. So now I have to go uh, and actually read the book because now I need to know what the difference are. differences got are. Got it. Yeah. So it's so funny because I feel like you maybe wouldn't expect this from me and I don't know why I think that. Or maybe you would expect this from me because I feel like I have very... Like when I have an opinion, I have the strongest fucking opinion about things. Um, mm-hmm. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate when the movie is not the same as the book. Like it infuriates me. So I imagine that, that I would sense. be part of that camp if I had read it. Like Harry Potter have not seen the entire movie series. Because you were upset that they took liberties too. Yeah. Because I was pissed. Like I get it. It was really long, but like not to be an asshole. Like if you sat through the 774,000th page of the book, like you're cool sitting in a theater for four hours to watch what happened in, you yeah. know, the seventh book. Um, yeah. And I remember I watched the first one. I was so excited. Like I remember we had this whole conversation. I was a, mm-hmm. I called myself a Potterhead and then it turns out I'm not, but in my you head I am. not a Potterhead. But, um, <laughs> but you know, for I, context, I, I had to like teach her about Pottermore and then we had to like go and have her do the quiz to figure out like what actual house she was a part of. This bitch her entire it. life thought she was a Slytherin. I'm wearing green. <laughs> This bitch her entire life thought she was a Slytherin. Nope. And in true fashion, we find out that Alina Speranza is indeed a fucking Gryffindor. I think <laughs> and you're still was, bitter about it. I think that was like the angriest I've been in 2022, which is saying something because <laughs> I'm a pretty angry person. Um, anyway, we're not going to talk about that. We're well, Let's go back to the whole purist thing. So I remember I watched, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, they're making it. They found Harry Potter in the real world. This mm. is excellent. And then I watched it and I was like, hold the fuck up. What happened to like, you know, because it wasn't, was, sorry, again, I'm not a Pottermore or Potter head or whatever it is anymore. But like at the time, I think I, I, I've read all the books multiple times, but it's been years since I've read them, right? Yeah. They literally cut out like scenes in the, in the, like the multiple rooms that he had to go through to get to the oh, end. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like... How do you, this is like the only part of the movie that matters. And I was so angry. And then I kind of refused to watch the rest. Um, That's fair. So I I kind of, I kind of relate and I can imagine that I would be pissed if I had read the books and then was really excited about it. I also, what do you think about the fact that like, I feel like every single movie show lately is an adaptation Mm -hmm. of X. Like, is there no more creativity in this world? Um, this is actually so funny that you say this because I there's this was it a philosopher I can't remember but there's this quote I learned back in like English lit AP <laughs> apparently um, no story has ever like not been told or thought of um, and somebody there's also this like person back in the 18th century or 19th century I believe okay. um, where they basically formulated that there are 36 story archetypes. 
Um, and so technically there's nothing unique, unique out of those 36 stories. Like you can create like certain plot twists and turns or whatever, but, um, there hasn't really been an addition to the story type. So yes, there is really no more creativity in the world. Um, I also think too, with like Hollywood and these streaming services, they're really looking for content that has already been popular. And so what is a way in which to, you know, statistically figure out what's going to do well versus not do well? Oh, well, Fair. let's look at literature and see what's already been popular. Um, and so they'll just create content out of that. Like I can understand it. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I feel like okay. there has been a very big increase in like, like, movie adaptations of literature. Yeah. Okay. Also, what's been pissing me off recently about mm -hmm. movies is the remakes now that are becoming like a thing. I know. Like, fuck off. Please. Leave it. There didn't need to be a remake of... I was going to say The Lion King, but I don't know if that's what I was really trying to think. Um, Sorry, guys. We've been hanging out for like an hour before we started (laughs) recording. I drank a lot. Um, no, uh, like it's a, it's a pen. Sometimes they're better. Sometimes they're worse. Yeah. I mean, but generally speaking, like, let's go people. I'm gonna need a little bit more creativity from you all. Maddie Mm -hmm. and I try so hard to be creative on this damn podcast. I mean, I'm in my fucking closet recording for you. Um, (laughs) so I'm good. I'm going to need everybody to get with the program and start to be a little bit creative and or unique. What do you think about that? (laughs) No, I agree. That request from Hollywood. Request to Hollywood. It's not just about the money, folks. We also need some creativity. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like that's why people are feeling like burnt out though. Like, I don't know about you, but I know like on Netflix, like I'm like, fuck, I watch the same thing. Or like I've seen this, or there's nothing Mm -hmm. new. Or even like all of the stuff on Netflix, I feel like right now, there's like Bad Vegan, um, there's a Tinder Swindler, there's a Venting Anna. It's like you're gonna drop all of the shit about scammers at the same time. Come on. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch, like, I didn't even watch Bad Vegan because I was so, I was like, okay, like, you're like, the victims are dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, we know this, right? Give me, give me something a little bit different. And I heard that, like, the victim in this case was like the biggest fucking idiot. He told her he was going to, like, make her dog immortal or something. And then, like, lo and behold, he didn't. Oh, shocker. You know, like, I don't know. I just, I need a little <laughs> bit more, like, I need a little bit more, like, Well, I feel like streaming services are in such a competition right now. Like it's such a hot market that they're just literally green lighting anything. Like I feel like we just need to write a script, go to Netflix or like Apple streaming site or like Hulu, aka Disney and just be like, yo, here's an idea. And most likely we will get greenlit because they're just trying to get content through the door. I also think this is why we're also seeing like a massive increase in um, cancellations of shows too, because they're literally just like testing the water. So like they'll pay for something. If it doesn't perform, it quickly gets like cut versus like previously it's like, we'll give it another season just in case. Like I feel like they weren't as cutthroat about it pre streaming services. Fair. You know what has not gotten cut that I am thrilled about and I can't wait because you know what? These girls are pumping out the content. Oh, God. Selling Sunset. It's back in a month. Oh, my God. Yes. That's right. Like, you're giving me three seasons back to back to back in like a 12-month period of time. Like, thank you. This is what I need in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like with the reality TV content, because it's like, it's easier to produce. You know what I mean? 
It's kind of like how sure. Bachelor and the ba- like the Bachelor franchise too. It's like we get them kind of like back to back to back, right? Where it's like Bachelor, then Bachelor in Paradise, and the Bachelorette, then you yeah. know. Um, Sorry, and then I think there's like the everyone. Winter Games, and then they did like this new spinoff where it was like a singing thing. Um, <laughs> but I feel like there's your coffee, yeah, right? But they're awful. speeding up the timeline for these things, which I'm not going to complain about because we all know I love me some fucking reality TV. Well, I feel like yeah, like right, they're they're able to do that. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. They're able to do that for so many reasons, but it's also like the Bachelor, Bachelorette, like same same thing. It's like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like you know, like Selling Sunset or um, like Vanderpump Rules, you know, Summer House, things like that. It's just like a continuation of their lives, theoretically. Yeah. And so um, I yeah. feel like it makes sense that they're able to pump it out. I'm just I'm just personally really glad that they are because. I'm tired yeah. of this like Tinder swindler shit. Time seventeen, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was like you know, whoa, people are that dumb to get swindled, and now it's like, okay, we get it, people are dumb. I'm on to the next thing. Come on, guys, the new cycle moves a little bit faster oh than my you god, are. it's just like we talked about in like the last, I think it was part one of our Pam and Tommy episode with Angelica Swiss, where we talked about yeah. um, attention spans. Like now, streaming services are having to to deal with our attention spans too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're yeah. probably creating like content that relates to particular. T- I wonder if they're testing it out on us too. Like we're like, okay, we'll test out this whole, like we'll put out a whole bunch of content that's like, you know, around swindlers and scam mm-hmm. artists around the same period of time because, you know, we only have one season of this, a season of this, a season of this, and it'll keep people engaged in that specific Fair. topic. And they're probably gauging like how long before they get sick of it. And then we can just, you know, have other content similar to it. Like, I wonder how much they're doing this type of testing on us in our attention span. Like, that would be a cool study to look at. Yeah, I would love to, like, have somebody provide me the insights from the user (laughs) data because clearly (laughs) I'm not able to analyze it myself. Um, But I think that that's probably, like, a fascinating job, right, at any of these companies. But um, I feel like, though, like, a good use case for that, right, would be thinking about serial like the original fucking podcast, right? That was the first podcast oh I ever God. listened I to. I literally thought you were talking about cereal as in like Kicks Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> like that's what I thought you were saying. I was like, what Wait, the fuck? <laughs> Kicks is the first cereal that comes to mind when you think of cereal? Oh, I loved Kicks as a kid. I loved Okay, Kicks. we're going to have this conversation you know later. Me? Ew. <laughs> Kicks is freaking... No. No, I am really boring though. It, My like, favorite cereal was <sighs> plain Cheerios. <laughs> With okay, bananas. so you're shitting on me for kicks, but like with you bananas. like plain Cheerios? No, with bananas. Ew. Ew. Okay. No. We're going to have this conversation later. We're going to post a poll. We're going to find out what people think. What is their <laughs> preference? I have a feeling I'm going to lose here because nobody likes plain Cheerios with yeah. bananas though. That's important. Um, okay. So, Ew. yeah, but okay. So cereal, right? Cereal, S-E-R-I-A-L. The yeah, first, yeah. the OG podcast that like put shit on the map. Yeah. I'm sure that they like, you know, they're still around. So they obviously still have a, a following and stuff and people love true crime. But let me just be very clear. I did not listen post the Adnan Syed case. Oh, so, yeah. um, and like same thing. Cause then I, I was so obsessed with it that I then followed Undisclosed, which was on Ra- Ramya. Was that her name? 
Ravia, Ravia, Ravia. Um, she went on to create her own podcast that like really, really dove a lot deeper into the unonside case and I listened to it. And then they started doing other cases and I literally didn't give shit anymore. So <laughs> I literally did not give a single fuck anymore. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to be an asshole, but like I wasn't as emotionally invested into it. Um, but my point being like, I feel like that's like a good kind of barometer, right? Cause it's very similar. I know it's obviously there's like visuals included and but a lot of podcasters like ourselves are are trying to break more into the video thing. But um yeah, I, I just I feel like sometimes too much is too much and people need to like understand that. Yeah. No, I agree. Right? Um by the way, speaking of Vanderpump rules, did you hear that Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney are divorcing? I know I heard of this. Um yeah, I mean, let's get right into our BBQs. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was so excited about it. <laughs> but I jumped the gun um, there a little bit. <laughs> um, yes, so I definitely did see this. I am not surprised by any means. Like rumor, the, the rumor mill has been wild um, with insights and tidbits. And you know, photo evidence and Instagram detective work. Wait, um, tell me more how... about this because I I literally didn't hear anything. Sorry, I just want you to like elaborate. Oh, Katie Maloney apparently hasn't been wearing her ring out in public, <sighs> and she didn't have it on in some photos. And um, basically, not Lala. It wasn't Lala who said it, but um, Kennedy. He basically had said drunkenly one night in Vegas to somebody that then ended up telling the world. Um, that they're basically getting do. a divorce. And he's also, I, I feel like since he broke up with his girl, he's just like gone down the deep end um, of his alcoholism. Um, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's not he's doing not well, I don't think, right now. Him. Yeah. Which is sad. He, it is sad. Um, but going back to, to Katie and Tom, I feel like they've always had like a very toxic relationship and I don't know why they've held on to each other for so long. Um, because some of their fights, like I know every couple on that show, Vanderpump Rules, like have had fights before, but theirs have always been the nastiest and like the most demeaning and the psychologically like most fucked up. Um, and I know that there's been cheating on the show and I know that there's been like, you know, hurt on the show, but like their fights in particular are the most, I think, psychologically damaging, demeaning, and just overall, like you can see the manipulation, you can see the narcissism, you can see somewhat of the abuse. Um, and nobody really called it out as much. Um, like they would say like, oh, clearly this isn't a good fight. And then they would like be like, oh, I'm sorry, Bubba's and then like kiss and make up. And I was like, uh, what? Uh, so not surprised by this talks of divorce, honestly. Like I could see this coming for a while. So I feel like I'm like not surprised, but I'm like surprised and weirdly sad for them. I don't know why. Um, cause I, you know, I don't disagree that they weren't exactly. And, and, and I did appreciate that Tom, he, he like wrote in his post, you know, like yeah. we are not the model the model couple, if anything, were the model divorcees. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so they fucking knew it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they're 100%. acknowledging it. They knew that it wasn't necessarily like the most healthy relationship, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I guess I, this is my moment to be like, the fact that you can overlook somebody cheating on you and the fact that I felt like they did have each other's backs when they had each other's backs. 
Yeah. I didn't hate them as a couple, I guess. You know? I don't know. I've I want better really for them, them as a couple. I don't, I, I don't I like them, like, but I didn't hate them. I mean, I rarely hate things. I just like, I'm like indifferent to it. But sure I felt that? like they're. You think I know, you I really do, I do hate, hate things? things. You are, you are I was correct. like, okay. I do hate things. Right. <laughs> but I feel a moment like of accountability there. <laughs> um, I guess for me, it's like I don't hate people. You know what I mean? Like I'm pretty neutral, but I feel like them together mm-hmm. I never really enjoyed. Um, and I always felt like he was such a boy when they got together. And I feel like he never really grew up. And I also felt like Katie had her own insecurities and her own traumas and her own stuff that she brought into the relationship a lot. And like, Mm -hmm. it felt very off to me that they both weren't doing like their own individual work to like be better for one another. They just fell into this toxic pattern where they were both triggering the shit out of each other, Um, would have a big massive fight and then just like kiss and make up. But it's like, you could see the cycle was happening over and over and over again. Um, So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, sorry. I was going to say, I think it's so interesting that like you've, I don't want to say picked up because I don't think it's hard to pick up on it, but like, <laughs> I feel like I feel this way about Jax and Brittany. Like, I think if there was a couple oh, who should not be together, it's Jax and Brittany. And I'm, it, when they were on the show, right? Like, I mm. pray that they are doing better. They seem to be doing better. Obviously, they left the show for the sake of whatever, you know, themselves, their family. Um, yeah. I always felt like he was just... And and Brittany, I really like. I think she's just, like, so sweet. She's exactly what you expect of, like, a Southern Belle, you know? Yeah. I always felt like, what is she doing? This guy is so toxic and, like, she's beautiful. And and so that's, it's, it's interesting that you're saying this because... I, I don't disagree with you about Tom and Katie necessarily and like, you know, the stuff that they went through, but I always felt like, okay, they can overlook it, but there was something about the way that like, I felt like Jax always made Brittany look. Dumb. Yeah. I was trying to write another word because I was like, I live like a mile from these people. So what if I see them on I mean, the street? Huh? It's fair. Like he I yeah. mean, I think she said it on the show herself that like he made yeah. her look stupid because yeah. of his actions. But what I liked about Jax and Brittany in particular was that Jax started going to therapy. Jax mm-hmm. knew that he was like exhibiting toxic traits and behaviors. Now, whether or not it was like him just like showcasing to the world and trying to be strategic, right, about his like assholiness and like I need to show people that I'm trying to better myself, you know, for yeah. visibility's sake. I I don't know. I can't speak to that. But um, I also think they just like they complement each other well. Like the patience that Brittany has with Jax and the way that like Jax also supports Britney in a lot of ways too. Like, I don't know. I, even though I know that they both have their issues, like it still seems to me like, like Jax has, is growing up. Like I saw in his relationship with Britney that he was growing up, you know, like he okay. was realizing that his actions were fucked up while previously like he would do it and he'd be like, I don't care. Fair. You know? While I feel like with okay. Tom, we haven't really seen Tom grow up. That's a good point. Okay, That's I, I, I I I I don't hate I don't hate what you what you're saying. I never did, but you know what I'm saying. I I, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. Good, good, I'm good, a good. Little I'm more. Glad. I'm glad. Um, no, but um, 
Yeah, no, I I think it's. I don't think anybody's shocked by it. I I think it was more like, yeah. oh, it happened. Less mm-hmm. we're surprised by it, if that makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Okay. Okay. I actually, what one bring up the next BBQ because this one I'm was ready. like heartbreaking for me. Um, Doja Cat quits music. Okay, so for our listeners that don't like haven't heard about this, you know, don't really know what happened because I feel like it was like in the news one day and then it was like kind of out of the news the next day. I don't know if you felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I kind of skimmed an article about it, but my understanding is that she was like en route to Brazil or she was in Brazil. She was supposed to have a show, and due to like inclement weather, had to cancel, and people were just like visceral with their hate and just so angry and they were so mean to her that she was just like you know what fuck this I'm done is that right basically it was like on a tweet thread um and she was just like fuck this like I'm done with music um I'm done with this industry I'm done with yeah you know she I know that the music industry has like a level of toxicity to it for sure and there's a game that you have to play um so I can understand uh, why she felt the way that she did, especially when you're an artist and all you're trying to do is like create art. Um, and there's so much that you have to navigate that isn't your fault, yeah. but you know, being a public figure, you do get a lot of hate for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I was very shocked by this though. Cause like, she's really popular. She's like mm-hmm. on the billboard, like most of her songs are on the billboard top hits. Like she's like trending on Spotify all the time. Um, she's like one of the more popular, um, personalities on TikTok. Cause she's such a, she's such a little like quirky weirdo that like, I absolutely love her. It just makes me want to be her friend more so. Um, and you know, people on TikTok started like commenting on her videos and they were like, no, please don't quit music. Like, are you really quitting? And she was like, yeah, I am. And I was like, no. So she's like confirmed it now multiple times. I'm just like, well, I'm not happy about it. Well, TBD, right? I think like there's there was obviously a lot of emotions. Um, yeah. I do hope that fans learn from this experience, right? It's like you can't say mean and hurtful things to someone. We yeah. get it. You're upset. You bought tickets. Like it's even like Adele, right? Like people flew to Vegas to see Adele and whatever, and they had their hotel rooms and they didn't get reimbursed, whatever it was. But like... Although I do think the Adele thing was different because Adele was just like, I'm not happy. It wasn't like the show literally can't go on because we might all be blown away or whatever. Um, yeah. But it's like, you you can't, like, I get it. These people put themselves out there and they, to a degree, open themselves to it. But like, what the fuck do you expect when you're like bullying somebody, right? Like, fine. Like, my therapist told me, take yourself out of the situation. Yeah. Like Deb would be like, okay, how how do you avoid that triggering moment for yourself? Yeah. And I'm I like, oh, I, I, goes, I take myself out. Sorry. A hundred percent. I agree. No, no. That's like also really healthy, like coping mechanism, like setting your boundary and being like, I'm not dealing with Try. this abusive type behavior. Try. <laughs> My therapist is great. Um, Look at you. Hashtag healing. Hashtag trying to be my best. Yes. Um, But I also think that it's important to note that I think this is a problem with celebrity culture too, or like this obsession with celebrity culture is that you put these people on a pedestal and you think that because they're so far out of reach, you assume that they're not going to see these things. They're not going to, that they're not human, but like 
these people are exactly like you and me. The only difference is, is that they sing songs or they act on TV or they act in, in, on the big mm-hmm. screens. Um, There's also a they couple million difference. <laughs> exactly. But like they are humans. It's just the line of work yeah, yeah. and then like a streak of luck that got them to where they are. But these yeah. people have feelings, they have families, they have emotions, they have you know their own traumas, their own triggers. And like people just forget get or don't realize it because they think that they're on such a pedestal that like, oh, it's fine. They won't care. But it's like, no, they do. Um, uh It's like also to counteract that argument too, it's like they are getting paid a lot of money and they are getting a lot of fame. So, you know, this is the other side of it. But also I feel like people have just taken meanness and bullying to another level since the, you know, rise of the internet. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just going to say, you and I are not, we're not anybody by any means. Um, But the other day when we were like, one of our videos was, it was starting to go viral and then it stopped. But we, we hit a fair number of views on TikTok that, you know, we were like, wait, what's happening? Right. When people started to like, I don't want to say come at us because I don't think anyone was like super mean or like nobody like bullied me. Like if somebody was like, you're ugly, bitch, I think I would have cried. But like (laughs) when people started to like give us a little bit of like negative, I don't even know if the word is feedback, but when people were like, it was like they understood the context. They didn't have the context. Exactly. Which, which I think was part of the problem. And, and we were, you know, but the, the fact that we were like, wait, we need to like clarify this because we don't want, we don't want people to think that like we are, you know, approving of Kanye uh, uh, harassing Kim and or Pete and or anyone else. Right. But it's just like, how quick were we to like defend ourselves or be like, wait, no, 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 you need the context because, you know, 12, 14 people were like, wait, like, you know what I mean? Like, so imagine that, you know, on a scale of millions or tens of millions or whatever it is. And now imagine that yeah. like where people are literally like, there are people who literally tell people like, go, go kill yourself or like you're, yeah. you're fat or you're it's ugly or to me. Uh, like, uh, it, I don't know yeah, if we're ready um, for this, Maddie, cause see how we reacted. <laughs> I mean, I was actually pretty chill about it. I would say like, no, I was like, too. oh, okay. <laughs> like there's some people here who like clearly have, um, and for context, like, People assumed we were talking about Pete Davidson and Kanye, um, and the clip was really me freaking out about the fact that Pete Davidson is younger yes. than me um, because I am, you know, I am thirty now officially, um, and I just like couldn't believe it. I'm or not the age in my soul. life where yeah. all of these celebrities and all of these like people who are coming out in the media are younger than me, and I mentally cannot handle that. Um, and so that was the portion of the clip, and people assumed. Uh, based on the context of that clip, without the context of the entire episode, uh, they then assumed that we were, you know, against Pete and for Kanye, but like we never yeah. said anything. Um, you know, it's like people in a sense just projecting and per- speaking based on their experiences, which is totally fine. Um, and so I was like, oh, you know, water off my back. Like, um, but like, oh, when no, you I was too. Me, like, are people <laughs> being mean? And I was like, no. Uh, just, you know, stating their opinion. Um, well, and I, I didn't have TikTok. And so I couldn't see the comments. And so Mark exactly. was like, 
he Mark literally like was like someone's getting hate on TikTok and I was like what do you mean like so I didn't really like know and then he was like in meetings all day and so I was like refusing to download TikTok I was like I I yeah. I, I want to know what he means so I was like are people being mean like what's happening are we canceled are we cancelable like I you know no. I was doing what I do got to talk about this in fucking therapy um <laughs> But no, no, no. I, I was like laughing about it because I was like, people are so fucking dumb. And like, yeah. just how, how like up in arms we all get, right? Like so quickly. Yeah. And it's just like, you literally didn't like, you didn't even hear the whole so, thought. So it's I like, know. why are you crazy? Sorry. But then it's like, now it gives you the perspective of like how these celebrities, yes. like things get taken out of context, right? Exactly. Um, um, yes. And so it's really funny because Ami... Um, shout out to Ami, my little brother. Um, hey, he literally Ami. said, he's like, he literally said, and he told me, he was like, he's like, I cannot wait for you guys to get like really viral and really popular. He's like, I can't wait to see like the type of hate you guys get. And I was like, why would you wish that upon me? <laughs> he was like, no, oh, he's God. like, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be comical. Like, that's what it is. I was like, great. So now I got to like prepare myself mentally. I feel like, yeah, like it. it's there is a level of meanness that I feel like once you do get mm. to a certain level of popularity that you just, you're going to have to deal with and, you know, find coping mechanisms basically is, is where I I'm going with just that. Don't read it. Right. That's what so many people oh, say. Just like, just don't read it. Don't even engage. Yeah. But like, if someone's like, you bitches are ugly anyway, I'm going to, my feelings are going to be hurt. I need to be very clear about that. So Doja Cat, <laughs> we hope you come back. We hope yes, that you please. rethink it. Um, and maybe have like different guardrails, you know, maybe someone else manages your social media, whatever it is. I hope people just like develop empathy for people. Um, because the the wild thing is that I imagine that most people that like bullied her out of the industry are her fans. (laughs) Oh yeah. Isn't that the crazy part too? That's wild. Like, yeah, I, I hope Doja Cat maybe just takes a sabbatical for a little bit, you know, gets like, motivated or re-energizes, re-energized, creates a new album and then comes back. Another thing too, and we all know you love a good conspiracy theory. um, This could just be like a PR stunt because maybe she's coming out with a new album. What if? It's like the part of me that secretly hopes. (laughs) It's Kris Jenner, her manager. (laughs) Because if so... It's Kris Jenner, her manager. (laughs) I'd believe it if so. Um, I mean, I... That that's an we'll be cautiously optimistic about that. Fine. But I don't know. I feel like to say you're quitting and like given the context there, like it feels legit. So I don't know. How many like celebrities have done that though? Well they're like, I'm done. What do you mean? Adele said she retired and then she came back. Yeah, exactly. So a lot by of the way, you know I love it. Adele, but she came back with the same fucking song she left with. So <laughs> come on. Again, I need creativity, people. If you expect it of me, I expect it of you. Um, Fair enough. Um, okay, so next topic. Okay, yeah, we, we got to move on. We got to move on. Okay, so our next topic is, so tonight, since we are recording on a Sunday, even though this will be airing on a Monday, um, tonight What do you mean? Is this isn't Oscars. real time? I'm joking, sorry. This isn't real time? What? Bad joke. Um, <laughs> um, the Oscars are tonight. We don't know who the winners are yet, clearly. Um, as we all know, I've... Loved the Oscars since I was a little kid. I typically watch it every year. Um, and so there is some drama this year ahead of the yes. Oscars. And so we have two articles here. 
Um, and the first one is Sean Penn calls for Oscar's boycott if Ukraine Zelensky isn't given a chance to speak. <laughs> okay. Without getting too political about things, because um, I do think it's like kind of fucked up that Ukraine, I, I refresh my Instagram feed and I feel like I'm not even seeing anything about it anymore. And that's like yeah. so scary, right? Like that's a really horrific, scary concept that like, oh, the, the news cycle's already moved on. Like we're done with that. Um, yeah. And on the flip side of that, like while, you know, Russia was like beginning their invasion, you know, I think it was Paris Fashion Week that was happening. I was oh, yeah. like, and mm-hmm. I, I know, sorry, I, I have a point, I swear. I know that a lot of like designers, you know, di- they, they like change things up where they did a lot of like blue and yellow and they kind of, you know, honored the Ukraine war. I felt like it was a little bit insensitive. I was just like, wait, you guys are literally putting on fashion shows while people are being bombed to death. Um, And so I kind of like feel a little bit like that about this where it's like, cool, like we're over here, you know, chilling in America bitching about like recording in my tiny closet or, you know, more like gas prices and shit. Yeah. Or, you know, and hosting the Oscars and like beauty, beauty, beautiful, um, sunny LA or shithole sunny LA. Um, (laughs) and, and it's still going on. Right. So I, like, I, I, I struggle with with the the whole concept of it in general a little bit. Right. Um, I don't know what they think it's going to do. Like this, this guy, you know, like Zelensky, he's, he's been appealing to the world leaders, which is what he should have been doing. He's been, or not should have been doing, but like, you know, what he needs to do. Cause what the fuck am I going to do? I'm like, we're the ones who are watching the the Oscars. Like, what are we going to do? You think, you think me writing to my fucking senator is going to do anything? You think Gavin Newsom is going to go over there and fight? I I just don't know what it's going to do. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, No, no, no. You don't need to apologize because like this was my thought process too of also the Oscars aren't as popular as they used to be anymore. Like I actually looked at the numbers um, because I was like, wait, I was like, I understand what Sean Penn is trying to do by ensuring that this is still made visible and that people are aware. But dude, only 3% of Americans actually watch the Oscars now. Like last year, um, viewership numbers went down by 56%. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched um, an so, award show in a long time. Exactly. It's like, but I feel like out of all of the things. <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> I'm glad that you have this level of self-awareness. Um, but it's just so interesting to me that, you know, he's making such a big deal out of it. And I, once again, I understand the reason why, mm-hmm. but in actuality, it's just not the appropriate forum um, because of the fact that, hello, Oscars aren't pulling in numbers anymore that would yeah. make sense. Um, and so for me, I just, I think it's just like a whole bunch of, um, I, there's a part of me that feels like Sean Penn is just trying to be relevant. <laughs> That's like number one. Um, 
Um, he's also on the ground right now, like, I guess, like, shooting a documentary yes. about this whole thing, um, which totally fine, I understand. But at the same time, like, the numbers, it doesn't make sense that this would be the end-all, be-all and that, you know, exactly. you should have everyone boycott the Oscars when it's only 3% of Americans who are realistically watching the Oscars. It, so Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is like Sean Penn, no offense, but like if you think that the Oscars is going to be the saving grace for Ukraine in this war, like we're they're fucked. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah. right? Like if the also, like I thought it was kind of fucking weird, sorry, but like for Netflix to to like uh bring Zelensky used to be an actor or comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And they have his like shows and like the stuff that he worked on on, on like, your like recommended list and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Again, I was like, A for effort. Very nice of you to be thinking about the Ukraine conflict, but like, like not the appropriate way of doing of executing <laughs> upon this. <laughs> if anything, I the way I thought about it was like, cool, you're just reminding everybody this guy was a fucking comedian three years ago, and now he's literally the commander in chief for a country in the middle of war. Like, I don't know. I just like I feel like the, the A for effort. It's like not malintent, but like miss the fucking point by a lot. <laughs> and that's Agreed. Okay. That's I'm glad that we're take. on the same page about that. Very much so. Um, Very much so. Okay. What else is going on at the Oscars? Because so I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Usually like me growing up, I used to watch it with my mom and we would make like a whole debacle about it where we would watch like the pre-Oscar show where you would see oh. everybody go down the red carpet and you would get to see what they're wearing and mm-hmm. me and mom, me and my mom would talk shit. Um, <laughs> like talk massive shit. Like, you know, my mom's like That's this cute, part. like cute little, like, you know, North African mom. Um, but like the best, your mom is the best. My mom can talk shit. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, and so, you know, it was like a whole thing in my household and like we would spend like the whole evening. And so it used to be like a really big part of my experience growing up, like awards show season. Mm. Um, and so now I just, I, I guess I just don't care as much and I probably won't be watching it. Um, but I feel like my mom is probably going to text me and be like, are you watching it right now? And so I'll probably tune in here and there. Okay. So without making us like want to kill ourselves, I have a couple of thoughts about this. Cause as you were talking, I was like, wait, me too. Like not, I mean, you know, I used to watch it with my mom, my sister, whatever, but like it was a whole thing, right? We got, um, like, you know, you watched it for the VMAs, for the Oscars, for the Grammys. You wanted to watch the performances. You wanted to like see who won. You wanted Mm -hmm. to see what they were wearing, the whole thing. Yeah. Do how much of it do you think is because like all of that shit you don't have to tune in live anymore? Like I don't have to sit in front yep. of my television from 3 p.m. until midnight just to see what people wore. Yeah. I can exactly. check Instagram. Um mm-hmm. also what I meant when I was saying like how much do you think is because like we're just old, Maddie, and like I don't even know who half these people that are performing are anymore. I know. I'm like, it's not Britney, Mar- uh, Britney, Madonna, and Christina. No interest. Don't want it. Actually, wait. Sorry. I feel like we should look into what the numbers are for the Super Bowl halftime Ooh, show. Yeah. Because that halftime show like targeted our like millennials, our, our generation. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So anyway. 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I feel like the Oscars used to be like a very, I don't know, like 
classic black tie event that people would be like, it's just like a glamour thing. Right. And you, you know, people would do like Oscars, um, what is it? Premieres at their house and everyone would get dressed up and shit. And now it's just like no longer a thing. I think partially, you know, COVID probably affected all of this, but to your point, it's like our attention spans no longer allow for us to sit for long periods of time to watch this stuff. And on top of it, like social media, like literally we're having these news outlets post these photos of people on the red carpet and In in real time, they're also telling us who's winning what. So what exactly. is the point of us sitting there and watching all this shit? It makes no sense. Like, um, This is my third yeah. award season living in LA. I've not been invited to, and granted half of it was in a pandemic, but like I've not been invited to a single viewing party. What does that say? Like I'm in LA, <laughs> like, you know? I know yeah. people in the industry and like Pretty they're not even doing it. So um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, LOL. Speaking of the Oscars and um, immediate shit, I also just got like a tweet notification that like they're live tweeting on the fucking <laughs> at the Oscar is live tweeting. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. Wait, I'm dead. I it just begins. got the same exact notification. That's so funny. <laughs> Look at us twinsies. Um, okay. So what else is happening at the Oscars? Oh, okay. So this is a good one. So you know how they did, since we were speaking of remakes earlier, um, they did a remake of West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Spielberg directed it. Um, and uh, I think it was, what's her name? Rachel Ziegler? Ziegler? Um, I have no idea how to say her name, believe. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really terrible with pronunciations. Um, so apologies in advance to her. Um, so she's the lead in West Side Story, and she revealed that she didn't get invited to the Oscars. Yes. And, like, this was a pretty big thing on Twitter. Like, all of Twitter, like, blew the fuck up when they found out. And she was being very graceful about it. Like, she was like, yeah, I'm just going to, like, wear PJs and watch it and root for my team. And also, for context, I believe West Side Story is, like, nominated for, like, seven Oscars. And she yeah, didn't get invited. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, it, um, it was, I think Off it's nominated for, like, Best Picture. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> that's the like one of the terrible. best. It, yeah. Um, so I saw this about a week ago, I think is when she kind of came out with it. And mm-hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't West Side Story, it also has Ansel Elgort in it, right? The guy from The Fault in, her, in Our Stars or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also accused of like harassment. So also there's a conspiracy theory. You know how I told you about like the TikTok lawyer who I follow who's like in the entertainment yes. business. Yes. Apparently he was like dating someone shortly after these acquisitions came out. Um, and apparently that was all an agreement from a PR perspective so that like it would lessen the blow because he's like with someone. Um, LOL. Fun no, fact. Doesn't Anyways, he, I digress. He's had that like ballerina girlfriend for a long time. Yeah. And they're like not really in love with one another. Really? Supposedly. Okay. Well, like that's, that's like one of the conspiracy theories out there. Well, fun fact, I, I he went to my high school. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he's like a couple like a I feel like we were there at the same time. Hold on, I gotta go. Oh, that's this. interesting. No. Um but anyway, the point you were trying to make about him. Oh yeah, no, no, I shouldn't say. Like I wonder if that is part of the reason. Like like, because if they invite her, they have to invite him. Do they want him there? Can they invite, you I know mean, what I mean? 
put it this way. They're not fucking winning. Because if they were winning, they would have to be there, right? Well, I don't think she's... Um, I don't think she's nominated for actor. Like, if she had been nominated and she was invited, that'd be weird. She isn't nominated at all. But I do think it's weird when you have a picture that's nominated seven times in different categories, yeah. um, and yet you don't have the lead actors yeah. present. Like, that I feel like is off. And I don't know if it's happened before at the Oscars, but I feel like we would have known about it. Um, personally, I think it's strange. I think the optics are weird. People were saying like, oh, just watch like at the Oscars, she'll actually be there. Like they may have invited her because of the optics of this. Um, somebody else was making note that it's because like, I guess like there's a certain number of tickets that they give out. And if you aren't nominated, um, then it's like, I guess up to the others to figure out who needs to be invited kind of thing. Do they have seat fillers? Which I know uh, is like so not the same, but yeah. So I know at the ticket. Grammys, yes, they have seat fillers. Um, this was actually a really interesting experience for me for the first time. Like it's literally just a crowd, and they stay out in like the lobby area. And as people walk out to go pee or whatever, they like rush in and will take their their seat, which I that thought is. was interesting. And I'd never seen that before until I went to the Grammys. Um, it's literally just like they just like literally have like a crowd of people just like sitting outside waiting for people to walk out. It, it's it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so I agree with you. They do have seat fillers. So um, yeah, I don't... I guess I, it's not the same as having like an sure. extra seat. I, yeah, but it's still, it's just very, very strange that also nobody from those seven folks who are nominated, like there wasn't like a strategic decision made by the production company because wouldn't it be really good visibility? And especially like it would be really good visibility to have had her there because she's also like the new shining star. Like I know she recently yeah. got another role for another big movie. Um, fuck, what was it that she's now going to be in? It was like a pretty big announcement too do you know no i don't i oh i think it's snow i White. guess it like i think she's going to play yeah oh in all the reboots yeah they're she casting her. Reboot, reboot exactly princess. sorry yeah um which is like big it's like she's like disney's new pick you know what i mean so she's like up and coming you would think that the studio would want her like present um but i i don't know i i thought that was just weird no, for sure. It's definitely weird. Um, because like there are some like randoms. Like like they invite yeah. like the special effects guys. No offense, Pierre, right? But like they invite them to the Oscars. <laughs> Rude as shit. You know that most no. of these movies would not look the way that they do without them. Oh, but 100%. I agree. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm not saying that like they shouldn't be there. My point being is that like you would think the point of this is the the optics and the visibility and like the excitement of yeah. people watching it and blah 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 and sponsorships and, and all that culture. shit. Exactly. Once again, celebrity culture. Yeah. So my point being is that like, yes, like we know that there are literally like hundreds, if not thousands, of people that are behind the scenes in every single movie, show, commercial, whatever that we watch. Mm-hmm. But like if you if if push comes to shove, you're, yeah. you're probably gonna pick the person that like viewers are going to be like, ah, Maria or Rachel or whatever it is, or Sean Penn. Like you're, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, you're not going to be like, oh yes, that special effects guy that I love watching. He's so charismatic that he's not on screen. Like, I hate you so much because sorry, I really didn't mean that about Pierre. I didn't mean that about Pierre specifically. It just happened that way. My dream 
is Pierre will be a VFX supervisor one day and he, his team will be up for an award and he will get it and he'll be on that stage. Be like, I want to thank my wife for standing by me being my rock. Like that's the shit that I want. You know what I mean? Manifesting. Manifesting. And then I want the camera and then I want the camera to slowly pan over to my beautiful fucking mm-hmm. face in that moment. Like that's, that's what I want. You're like, <laughs> oh, I love that. It's well, like, yes, that's right. I did stand by you through all those late nights. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I let you take all the Wi-Fi while we were trying exactly. to work in Vegas, but Pierre had all the Wi-Fi. <laughs> For the fucking building oh in the God. background. Um, yeah, I'm joking. But no, seriously, my, my point is, like, I do think it's weird. I wonder if it was just like, and I don't think it was an error, right? Like, you don't fuck that up. And if you did, here's why I don't think it's an error, because they didn't come out and say like, oh no, your invitation got lost in the mail. They would have come out and made a very big <laughs> public thing about it. Right? I wonder if she's going to now get like blacklisted to some degree. Because of no. the fact that she made note that she wasn't invited to the Oscars. I mean, TBD, we'll see, right? I, I Like, I'm inclined to think that she is not going because if she was going... Yeah, 100%. If the Oscars, you know, or the Academy was going to be like, oh, we're going to invite you, they're going to make it known that they're inviting this girl. That's number one. Number yeah. two, she, I bet you they would, they would, like, the stipulation would be there's an about face that's going to happen. And it's not yeah. just a surprise because it's like a poor optics thing. It's not... There, there's, there is no reason to not do that. Um, yeah. So I don't think she's going. I'm curious to see if like the other leads from the other motion pic, uh, best motion picture nominees mm-hmm. are there. I think that that's going to be pretty telling. Mm. And I mean, whoever that's made fair. that decision, their head's going to roll at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not it was intentional or not. But who, or sorry, regardless of yeah. whether or not like. Like someone's someone's in trouble because this is now a thing. Yeah, yeah. So no, I agree. With sucks you. to be you, sir yeah. or ma'am. It's just like interesting, like the logistics that need to go in it from like a public relations standpoint. Like that's always intriguing to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think on that note, I'm actually probably going to go now and you know text my mom <laughs> and live text her about uh, what's going on on the Oscars. <laughs> yes. Keep and we'll report it. back next week. <laughs> so there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next bit on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 